A dictionary definition of the word context is the interrelated conditions in which something exists or occurs. AQMB's Artist Statement podcast is a conversation series exploring the fresh perspectives in art generated by these changing contexts, politically, culturally, socially, other. It features artists and thinkers orbiting our world, where we chat in response to developments in technology, communication and beyond. I'm Associate Editor Jared Davis, and on this episode I speak with Legacy Russell, a writer, curator and artist who examines our digital selfhood through critical lenses of blackness and queerness. Born and raised in New York, with time spent in London where she received a master's from Goldsmiths in 2013, Legacy has organised shows and events at the likes of London's ICA, MoMA PS1 and the Studio Museum in Harlem, where she is currently Associate Curator of Exhibitions. After having the chance to read her upcoming book Glitch Feminism, A Manifesto, due out on September 29th through Verso, I felt her thoughts on biopolitics, as well as the racial and gendered framing of our always online lives, has only gotten more topical over the course of this disruptive year. I was eager to chat with Legacy about her radical takes on topics spanning identity, queer theory, and blackness in visual culture. In the book, this notion of the glitch, um, it sort of uh, kind of comes across as a, as a break or an error in the system. But I think you touched on this there. What's important about it is is the way in which that that can be flipped as being kind of productive, um, like a productive break in, in the sense that it can reveal new alternatives to normative ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, yeah, this, this is, um, and as you, you've, as you've talked about here, it, it's quite a, a queer viewpoint. Um, that you're taking in. So I was wondering um, if you could tell us a little bit about, um, maybe this is the wrong word, but how, uh, I guess, the canon of queer theory and and, th- and this ways of thinking of thinking of uh, an error or a norm, uh, a, a non-normative way of thinking, how that can actually be flipped as something productive and actually reveling in the error, I suppose, or, or um, re- refusing assimilation. Yeah, I mean, I like in a in a short answer. I feel like queer theory has a deep presence um, in the the kind of uh, consideration of this text. But I also kind of I want to maybe gently unpack um, your question because I do feel like that the purpose of the book is to center um, a, a kind of chorus of thinkers, like you know, recognizing mm. that um, I feel like that part of the ongoing discussions that are very necessary as we consider um, you know the ongoing changes, challenges, um, disruptions politically um, as we're experiencing them in many places in the world is like kind of recognizing that the the work of blackness towards queerness and the work of queerness towards blackness and expanding um, each as a imaginary, as a, a kind of community, um, as, you know, um, a vernacular um, and, and as well recognizing the, the kind of um, political spaces that they've shared. So for me, like using... Um, the book as an opportunity to really like underscore um, these movements as thought partners um, and, you know, Ooh. as well allow for some of these thinkers to really live together in a way where historically perhaps otherwise they have not been able to share space and as well um, maybe too have not been um, provided a platform within the context of thinking about the internet um, and new media and digital material. So, you know, um, I kind of began digging through the lens of a lot of um, black thinkers and imaginaries like Horton Spillers and Audre Lorde and Octavia Butler and Yusuf Komanyaka, um, others, you know, Essex Hempel, um, James Baldwin, Lucille Clifton, um, Fred Moten, and then, you know, kind of thinking about their impact in terms of the conversations that they might be able to have um, when set against and alongside of some incredible artists, um, you know, which is the through line throughout the text using um, mm-hmm. artists and their practices 
as a means of kind of opening up this conversation about the glitch. So, you know, with that, there were artists like, you know, E. Jane and, and their Nope Manifesto, which really like maps out um, a set of demands about um, blackness through a queer imaginary and then kind of looks to redefine and remap um, a culture that, you know, as they kind of put it sort of systemically um, under loves us, right? Like thinking about this notion of um, what care looks like culturally and, and asking maybe for a different type of, of definition or a redefining of that. Um, or an artist like Rindon Johnson, who, you know, in in his work explores questions of AR and VR um, as kind of agents of empowerment um, and as well as poetic agents too because Rindon um, is someone who um, you know works with text and, and new media and sculpture and kind of these different languages of expression um, being technologies in and of themselves um, and then of course like you know the book begins with the late Mark Aguar um, who in their incredible work um, you know has this kind of manifesto called these are the axes and so that really you know for me um, is an important um, touchstone too, because you know celebrating Mark's work and life, because um, that as a kind of radical manifesto in its in of its own, um, really holds its own position um, in asking for um, redefinitions of what the body is, and asking as well about what the body um, kind of deserves um, in terms of being mm. defined differently. So, you know, all this is to say that, like, the kind of, um, the ways that the, the text is intended to travel, right, traverses uh, different lines creatively um, and, you know, kind of theoretically and academically. And queer theory, you know, being an additional spoke in that wheel, right, absolutely has its place. So, you know, I absolutely have been, you know, long, um, you know, in a, like, a deep love affair of different texts, like, you know, thinking of Jack Halberstam and, and Judith Butler um, and, you know, um, Jose Esteban Munez. Um, but also, like, I would say queer techno theory, you know, like um, Mackenzie Wark and Paul B. Preciado. Um, and, and, you know, talking in a, a more expansive sense as well about how, as a community, right, that this question of maybe the queer art of failure, which is, you know, of course, something that has been deeply theorized um, uh, and, you know, is something I think, too, that, um, you know, intersects really wonderfully with this question of um, the glitch is something that um, deserves to live with these um, different questions of what an expansive blackness can be um, in a black poetic. So, um, you know, all of these different voices are kind of entangled in this text and bound up with one another in a way where actually they haven't been before. Um, and that is what the text is intended to do. It's, you know, it's supposed to operate um, as a glitch in and of itself, right? Presenting a different way of maybe um, storytelling and, and kind of collective narrative in a kind of choral sense. And then as well, um, perhaps asking us to consider differently, right? What like a uniquely queer and black art history should be um, because and how that should be told. Um, because I do feel very strongly as somebody who kind of lives at those intersections that we spend a lot of time with kind of theoretical texts as we exist in our academic spaces, as we, you know, are traveling in and out of classrooms and institutional spaces, museums, what have you. Um, and that those things are often given to us, but they are, um, you know, our lived experience kind of, you know, written in this way that actually alienates our very own lives from our everyday. Um, because it, you know, it, it is something that um, stands as, as, as kind of set apart in this kind of, you know, academic canon um, and has such a rigid structure and composition that doesn't necessarily speak to what it feels like to be um, existing within these creative communities, like, on the ground. Um, so, you know, for me, the, the kind of, like, idea or imaginary of the text is, like, 
like where where the meeting place could be, you know, like mm. quite literally within a, a literary context. And, you know, thinking through, too, that like art history with all of its problems should be reassessed and like interrogated and maybe pushed to its breaking point um, and allowing for different types of text to exist in academic spaces that allows for people who are queer and black people to see themselves in those texts, like in a true and authentic way um, and to feel maybe some ownership over them um, as a part of that his- history that's like actively living and expanding and, you know, can be situated out in the world right here and right now. This was just a teaser for an episode of AQMB's Artist Statement podcast, available exclusively to our subscribers. If you'd like to listen to this and other bi-monthly episodes like it in full, consider signing up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash AQNB. You'll also have free access to downloadable compendiums of new music and digital artworks while helping support our commitment to presenting fresh perspectives around art, music, and online culture at AQMB.com. Our theme music is Coughing Up Pearls by Felicita. See you next time.